welcome to the Gymnastics Mindset Academy podcast, where we're here to teach you how to train your brain to actually think positively. We know you have big dreams, whether it's to move to the next level and hit four for four in competition, or to compete on that college team, or maybe even represent your country in the Olympics. Whatever it is, it all starts in your brain. And it's so important that you spend time training it just like you train your body. These next five episodes are going to give you very practical tips to train your brain to actually think positively so that you can get the results you're looking for. You ready? Let's get started. Hey coaches, this is Stacy. I'm here with Allie and we are continuing on setting, setting yourself up for a successful day. The idea of helping our gymnasts learn how to do mindset work every single day so that they can have successful practices, successful days, whatever it is they want to do. And uh, the last couple of weeks, we, you know, we've talked about ways to learn to observe your thoughts. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about my favorite thing, which is feelings. Um, <laughs> so uh, we talked last week about the idea that your thought creates your feeling. And we went deep into that. So if you didn't listen to last week, go back, listen to that one. This time, what we're talking about is if your thought creates your feeling, Let's work on thinking thoughts on purpose that create the feelings you need to get done what you want to accomplish. So we call it creating powerful fuel. We can do, we need to do, we usually need to do a lot of work to overcome some negative thoughts. And uh, we'll continue working on that next week. But we wanted to actually teach you a tool for just working on creating the positive emotions that your gymnasts need in order to really have a successful turn or a successful practice. So Allie, what are some of your favorite or what are the thoughts that gymnasts come to you the most wanting to feel in order to like be successful on their next turn or in overcoming fear or something like that? Well, first of all, all they ever tell me in this entire world is I just want to be confident. If I was just confident, then I would go. And um, it's the only feeling they ever want. <laughs> ever confident. The younger ones, happy. Yes, that's true. That's happy. true. Happy or confident. Happy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, if you're feeling fear right now, that's on this end of the spectrum. If you can see me, I'm way to the left. Is that the left? My left. Or left. <laughs> <laughs> and if... You want to feel confident that is way on the other side. Okay. So you're, you got this big gap going on. So they come to me, they're like, I'm so afraid. And I just want to feel confident. And if I was confident, then I would go. Well, here's the deal. Can you create the feeling of confidence from your thoughts? Sure. Is it really difficult? Yes. Okay. Because in order for a thought to work, you have to believe it. And when you don't have evidence of why you should believe that thought, then your brain is going to be like, nah, that's not true. <laughs> and so these gymnasts, okay, I'm just going to say back handspring on Hy-Vee. We'll just, we'll just go there. Okay. Good, and that's what we coach on all the time. <laughs> literally beam and bars. So <laughs> back handspring on high beam. Um, I'm afraid to go. If I felt confident, then I would go. And they're all saying, I'm telling myself I've got this and I can do this. 
And then I'm like, okay. And do you actually believe it? Or does your brain try and tell you all the reasons why it's not true? And then you feel more afraid. And they're like that one. (laughs) They're like, yeah, my brain's just kind of like, um, but I, what if I do do it? And then this goes wrong or I can't actually do it, or I can do it on the low beam. So what if it does feel different on the high beam, you know, or I know I'm just going to change it once I get up there, you know, and they have all these thoughts and it's because they have not done it. Okay. So sorry, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a briefing on that. So when you don't believe the thought, then it ends up being more, brings them back to the more negative side. And then they continue to stay there and they're not able to move forward. And so what we like to do is find some emotions in the middle (laughs) in order to help them go. Because if they wait until they feel confident to go, they're never going to go. Yeah, because confident literally is a feeling that comes from the thought, I 100% know I can do this with success. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we 100% know we can do something with success is that we have lots of evidence that we have done it with success in the exact same situation. So like kids want to feel confident when they go compete because they, they can do it in practice, but our brain does not think that the, a meet is the same as practice. And so it doesn't matter that they're thinking I've done this all the time in the gym. Their brain's like, yeah, that's fine. That's the gym. That's not the same situation. So their brain does not believe that, you know, so whatever we're trying to feel confident on, the only things you feel confident about are things that, you know, you can do hundred percent with success and you can't know you can get there until you've done it lots of times. So we always call that the river of misery when you're pulling up, getting those numbers in, of all the times that you can do it so that you can feel confident, but you can't get to confident without doing it. So Mm -hmm. trying to use confident to do it for the first time or to do it when you're, when you don't have evidence of success yet, it just like, it's literally doesn't work. It's not fuel that will help, that that will help you. Mm -hmm. So then we go to those, what is fuel that's going to help me then? Because they're like, wait, my only two options of feelings in gymnastics are fear and confidence. We got nothing else. And I'm like, really? Those are your only two options? (laughs) (laughs) And so we actually um, have a feelings list that we love. And in the feelings list, we, I literally pull this out for so many gymnasts. I'm like, because all the time now they even start catching themselves themselves because they're like, I'm like, okay, so how do you want to feel? And they'll be like, or how do you feel now? And they'll be like, good. I mean, <laughs> cause I'm always like, I challenge you to pick something other than good. <laughs> so then we pull out this feelings list. Um, there are some that are pretty common, I would say, um, open, calm, trusting, safe, trusting and safe. Sometimes they're a little bit more towards the confident side and can take a while, but, um, capable, determined, encouraged, focused, optimistic, motivated, energized, proud, grateful. Those are all really common ones that they can use in order to help them go through that river of misery, like Stacy said. So Stacy, do you want to talk a little bit about, okay, great. These are great options. Now, how do I get my gymnast there or get them to pick one or all the things? Yeah. So I kind of have three go-tos that I use mostly curious, 
um, <clears throat> focused and um, determined. Those are the three that, that kids pick with me the most often. So if I'm trying to save time, I usually just throw those out as suggestions and they usually pick one of those. Um, but so I ask, we ask them like, okay, what is a feeling? Like I'll maybe say, okay, you could feel curious, determined, calm, focused, or what's your favorite one, Allie? Optimistic. Optimistic. Pick one of those. And then they pick one. And then, okay, what would you think to feel that? So curious. I love to have them think about something that they might try in order for, you know, to get the scale alert to be different. I'm curious to see if I push harder with my legs, if that will help. I'm curious to see if I, um, you know, just try this, try that. So some of the corrections, but putting that in the language of curious, which helps them to actually feel open. Like, oh, I'm open to trying it because I'm just curious. If it doesn't work, it's not a problem. I was just curious. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to see what would happen. So that's a one that can be really helpful to actually get them to feel open. Um, and then I, so again, we're going back to, it's your thought that creates the feeling. So we're trying to help them decide what feeling they want and then figure out a thought that they could think that will generate that feeling. So here's the, the deal is they have to then try the thought on and make sure it actually causes that feeling. Because going back to Allie's example of, I want to be confident I've got this. Well, when they think I've got this, they, they actually feel terrible because they actually think, no, you don't. And so you've got to, the, you got to do a check and make sure that the thought that they're thinking actually generates that emotion. So you're going to think something like, I'm curious to see, um, to feel focused. I actually even like to use those feeling words when they're trying to learn it. So like I'm focused in on the details or I'm going to focus in on one thing, or I'm focused on doing this or, um, determined, same thing. I'm determined to keep trying until I get this skill. Um, what do you like to use for optimistic? Um, I like, I do my best ones when, mm. um, so like, especially if they're trying to move like from a low beam to a high beam or the laser beam to the low beam, um, and they're on their back handsprings, they'll be like, oh, I do my best ones when I really push through my shoulders or when I watch my feet, or they usually can tell me that answer. Like mm -hmm. on the low beam, when you do your best ones, like, what do you do? Like, tell me like three to five things. And they'll like, tell me, they'll be like, okay, which one's like most important for you to feel like, uh, if I do this, I know I can do my back handspring and they'll totally like act like it's no big deal. And then, and then I'll be like, okay, so do you believe then that you do your best ones when you do that? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, do you think you do your best ones on the next beam thinking the same thing? Yeah. Like, it's like a shock to them. They like understand that it's the same, but like they kind of get to this place. And I'm like, do you think it's possible for you to do that still? Like to push through your legs or to watch your hands on the next beam? Yeah. I'm like, well, what if we just focus on that? And before you go, if your brain gets a little nervous, you just be like, you know what? I do my best ones when I focus on my hands and I know I can do that. Yeah. And then they yeah. kind of feel like, oh, maybe I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
uh, for calm, calm, safe, trusting, um, you know, something that's like, I know I'm okay. I know I'm safe. Um, you know, some, when, sometimes I'll tell kids like, I get that your brain thinks it's scared right now. It's just trying to do its job to protect you. That's what your brain is supposed to do. But like, are you actually safe? And they'll be like, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, why are you safe? Well, I've got the mats. I know how to do it. And so, you know, me, I'm not a gymnast anymore. So I'll be like, I'll give you, if I got up and tried to do a back handspring on the beam right now, I wouldn't be safe, but like, you're a gymnast, you've done all of the progressions, you, you know, you can do it on the floor, you can do it on the low beat, like, are you actually safe? And they're like, yeah, I'm safe. And I do like, I, I do want to put in aside that when your gymnast is struggling with fear, I do always like to check in with them because even if you think they're ready for a skill, if they genuinely don't believe that they are physically safe and ready for a skill, you're just not going to make much progress with them. And so I do like to check in with them and be like, wait, can you actually do this skill? Or like, are you, are you afraid because your brain is just doing its job telling you that you're unsafe or are you actually unsafe? And they'll be like, and sometimes they're like, yeah, I'm unsafe. I'm not ready for this skill. Okay. Good to know. Right. But most of the time, like 99% of the time, because you coaches are doing your job. You're not asking them to do skills that are way beyond them. <laughs> most of the time they're like, yes, I'm safe. And so sometimes just getting them to like, really be able to kind of do that, then they'll feel calm. Mm -hmm. And um, I, for safety, I actually go sometimes the route of like, even if it's not my best, I know exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, so I do that a lot. Um, especially, um, I had a vaulter that was like trying to upgrade her vault and it was like one of those things of like, no matter what, like I'm smart and I've been trained as a gymnast to fall safely and to do those things. So like, it doesn't even sometimes have to do with the skill. It's just about trusting you as a gymnast to make good decisions. Like I, I know that I'm going to make a safe decision because I'm a smart gymnast. Yeah. And so sometimes I even just go that route a little less about yeah. skill and about trusting yeah. themselves. Yeah. I know how, that's what I always ask them. What's one of the first things you learned in gymnastics when you were itty bitty and they're like, how to fall. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how to fall, like nobody's business. Yeah. It's and because you're going to fall all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you know how to fall. So even if you're going to fall, like, do you know how to fall safely? And they're like, yeah, okay, you're safe. Yeah. So, um, so coming back to it, you want them to this, this month, we're trying to help them get into the practice of doing this work. And so if they work on their mindset every day where they do a thought download and then they go. So for this week, what we're asking them to actually do is go, okay, what do I need to do today? Either at practice this next turn, but, or just today, like, what do I need to do? And then what emotion would fuel that the best? And then what can I think to feel that emotion? So that's the exercise that we ask them to do every day is to write down, like, what do I need to do at practice today? What emotion would best fuel that? So it's like, okay, today I'm going to, you know, move my skill up. Mm -hmm. So I, maybe another one that I really like to help them is brave. 
Yes. I do like brave too. Because we all like to feel brave, but the reality is you only can be brave about something that you're scared of. So brave means even though I'm feeling fear, I'm going to take action to do the thing anyways. Mm-hmm. And that's like what brave is. And so, um, you know, one of my, one of our favorite little gymnasts that we coach a lot, like one of the things that she says to herself is I'm braver than I think I am. Mm-hmm. And then she feels brave and then she's able to go, you know? So, um, so but they'll do better if they've got some time to practice this at home. So we ask them to go home and write out, okay, what do I need to do at practice today? What emotion? And then what thoughts would lead to that emotion? But then in the gym, the way that you can use it is when they're struggling on a turn or you notice them struggling, just have them stop and go, okay, what emotion would you want to feel about the skill? What would fuel you? And if they don't know, they don't have a feelings chart right there, just give them a couple that we suggested and then, okay, what would you need to think to feel that? And then now try again and think that thought right before you go. So you can generate the fuel that you need by thinking thoughts that lead to that. And coaches, as you do this more, you're going to start learning a little bit more. Um, Like I have a gymnast who gets a little, you know, anxious about trying new skills and like, you know, that she wants to do it, but is like, definitely like, whatever. So literally every time before she goes, I just look at her and I go, are you feeling afraid right now? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you think you can do it anyway? Yeah. And she'll stand on the beam and she'll look at me and be like, I'm afraid, but can be aggressive no matter what. And that's what she'll say to me now. And then she'll go and she's aggressive. And so like, it's fun for you as a coach too, because you'll start learning these gymnasts. Like I didn't even have to go through as much of the process with her. It's just like that as a coach, then I, I can tell she's afraid and just being like, rather than being like, you can do it. It's an easy thing for me to be like, yes, you're afraid, but I know you can be aggressive anyways. And she's like, you're right. And that's what helps her. So it's kind of fun to start learning the different ways to say things too. So like in the moments that you're able to give some of those like cues that kind of allows them to tap into those emotions. Yeah. And when they're doing the work outside of the gym to figure out what, what emotions and what thoughts, then they'll be able to pull on it in the moment. You won't need to take a ton of time and practice. So that is where we like to really assign them to do this work so that then we can pull it in really easily in the moment and practice. So, all right, next week we wrap up, uh, with one more tool that we think will help your gymnasts actually think positively. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Everyone says that gymnastics is 80% mental, but most gymnasts spend very little time training their brain. Maybe it's happened to you where you know you can do the skill that you're struggling with, but you're in doubt or holding back. Or you do amazing routines in practice, but your nerves get the best of you in competition. We would love to help you get the results you were dreaming of. Moving to the next level, hitting 444 and standing on top of the podium, or maybe even making that college or national team. Our gold membership program and deep dive private coaching sessions are based on proven behavioral science that works. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created short, effective lessons and coaching sessions that fit between practice and the rest of life. And our results 
speak for themselves. Check out our gold membership or private coaching options. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at gymnasticsmindsetacademy.com.